Welcome back to the New England Take. I'm your host, AJ Kierstead. In this segment, we're going to play around with me talking to myself, talking to you. Uh, I think I'm going to call it the takeaway, mostly because I'm not original, and I think the tackiness makes me giggle a little bit. This segment will be a mix of commentary on news, random things I feel like chatting about. It might be a recurring segment, I guess we'll see. Let's talk about the annoying elephant in the room that just won't die already, COVID-19. Coming out of the United Kingdom, I have to share this clip from Theresa May, former prime minister and current parliamentarian. Uh, This video is from The Telegraph. We will not eradicate COVID-19 from the UK. There will not be a time when we can say that there will never be another case of COVID-19 in this country. Secondly, variants will keep on coming. There will be new variants every year. If the government's position is that we cannot open up travel until there are no new variants elsewhere in the world, then we will never be able to travel abroad ever again. And the third fact that the government needs to state much more clearly is that sadly people will die from COVID here in the UK in the future, as 10 to 20,000 people do every year from flu. It's incomprehensible, I think, that one of the most heavily vaccinated countries in the world is one that is most reluctant to give its citizens the freedoms those vaccinations should support. This amazing speech is perfect. I do not understand the inability of our leaders to accept the fact they're winning the fight against coronavirus. The fact we have a vaccine after around a year is something that would have been unheard of before the virus. If leaders want to take the vaccine seriously, they need to stop the nanny state garbage of locking down. England had an average daily death rate of under 100 since late March. They rolled out the vaccine before the United States, yet they continue to flirt with lockdowns. Keep in mind, I'm someone that's on the right, but Boris Johnson and Donald Trump are equally responsible for causing the lack of trust in the government's ability to be consistent with messaging and response. Boris has repeatedly encouraged people to be responsible for themselves and immediately turning around to lock down or extend existing lockdowns. This is the same as Trump taking part in the press briefing, something that he should have known he doesn't have the self-control to handle, and letting the liar Dr. Fauci take center stage. Anyone surprised by Fauci's leaked emails takes the mainstream media at face value at everything. It is shocking how everyone on the left forgot how he admitted that he lied about masks not being a vital strategy at the beginning. For those that don't remember, he stated last February that masks were not helpful in protecting against COVID-19. Then a month later, he said they are helpful. Then it later came out that he knew he was lying. The reason for his lie was out of concern over people hoarding masks, but I think that's far from the role of the government to be able to handle. I have a bit of confusing news regarding COVID. That's This is off the newswire. There are new guidelines for fully vaccinated representatives in the U- U.S. House. Attending physician says The attending physician says those who have gotten their shots don't need to mask up or social distance based on new CDC guidelines released last month. The guidelines that applies in most situations. However, soon after the CDC revised its recommendations, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said the House's mask mandate wouldn't be changing. Pelosi says her mask mandate is about safety while Republicans claim it's about control. All right, and back to me again on this. I mean, in case you need more proof that Speaker Pelosi is still just as full of it as she was when Trump was in office, this is a prime example. People seem to either not understand or not care that masking does not protect you from getting the virus. The vaccine that all these politicians have taken at this point does pre- prevent you from getting it and giving it to other people. There's zero or little evidence that vaccinated individuals shed the virus and are risking infecting others. The CDC, which has been a bastion of fear the last few months, even says now that the vaccine protects against asymptomatic spread. Vote these people out. I don't care if you're left or right wing, get them out. 
care. I, I mean, I do. I do care. Ultimately, I don't want some left wing nuts like AOC uh, getting put in office. The squad is sufficiently staffed up enough. They don't, we don't need more in that group. But you know what I mean. In a bit of the correct way of handled COVID cases, check this out from the Newswire also. Royal Caribbean won't be changing their sailing plans despite having positive COVID-19 cases on board their cruise ship. The cruise line announced they will not change their sailing plans this summer, even though they reported two positive coronavirus tests on the Celebrity Millennium ship. They say all those who were in close contact with those two guests all tested negative for the virus. The discovery of the COVID cases on board is an early test to see if the cruise protocols are effective in detecting the virus on the ship. Yes, yes, yes. This is the correct way to do this. If you have some isolated cases of the virus, you don't shut down and cave to fear. COVID is not going anywhere, and we need to learn to live with the cases that pop up because they will pop up. If you want to run a business, there will always be a risk of something happening, whether it's a fire, weather, market crash, or damn plague. If you can't handle it, guess what? You will fail for causing the industry to fail. You have to come to terms with risk management. Maybe I've become too jaded by working with lawyers over the last 10 and a half years as a staffer at a law school, but people with COVID will enter your businesses at some point. I have a child in elementary school in the Concord School District. I was supremely annoyed at the school board when COVID first striking the state because the board refused to accept any risk. Notice how they never did it around the flu, which is immensely more deadly to children than the coronavirus. This is like the most important thing that almost no one talks about. Out of almost a half a million people who've died of COVID-19 last year, 654 of those were children. Out of those, only 654 children passed away due to it. It's It's terribly tragic, and I can't even begin to fathom that happening to my son or being on the school board and that happening to a child in your district. But that's your job is your job to manage that risk and not cave to fear children in our schools are going to be so far behind this year it isn't even funny how can they not be behind i was only able to send my kid to school two days a week half a day of zoom and two days of quote independent work which is completed an hour or two he lost a year and a half of socialization education just treading water because of fear I could not be more happy when Governor Sununu forced the schools to open, but the genius did it a week before school vacation. So how much learning do you think happened? They had a week of getting used to coming back, a week of vacation, and then once again, a week of getting used to going back to school again, only to be done with school a month and a half later anyways. Everyone's takeaway from this last year should be not to trust the government, don't trust ideologues, and don't cave to the mob. I haven't even touched upon the lies of the media and the social media platforms because I might have an aneurysm if I consider it after everything else here. But I honestly think everyone should get the COVID-19 vaccine, though. This is very important. I think it's worth what, worth the risk that is just from a, vi- a vaccine com- being turned around so quickly. And a new kind of vaccine, I mean, mRNA vaccines uh, have been researched for the last 10 or 15 years, but the distribution of it, this is the first one. But... Get it, I think. I think it's worth it in order to not risk another half a million people dying over the rest of the year. And I think we should see the fallout from these first rounds of the mRNA vaccines before getting a booster or a fresh shot in 6 to 12 months. Uh, But I could not be happier seeing the world open up, see the faces of people without masks, and businesses being able to recoup their losses from a year of hell. 
I mean, that's my takeaway for this week. It wasn't a silly one like last week with Jess Place. So if you want something a little more lighthearted, check out the podcast feed on the NewEnglandTake.com and check out the episode titled Mass, Aliens, and Bitcoin. You're listening to the New England Take, and we'll be right back.